Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! Hello and welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Reese Waters and with me is Jesse Harley. Hello, Hello. I feel like you can do that a little more enthusiastically, Reese. Let's You say you've said this. I, you've said this on a few episodes in the past. That's true, and uh, I don't, I don't care. It's just got on my, <laughs> nobody cares. All right, that's fair. <laughs> I'm raring just, to go. I've got my my hot chocolate and my hunk of cheese in front of me. Mm. Nice. Yeah. So nice. I'm ready to be. Break, break up the cheese and drop it in so it melts into the chocolate. Oh, that's, what I do. that's not a bad idea. Well, I've got. Listen to this. Yeah, please. This. What do you What do you got for us? Ooh. Oh, oh your seltzer water. I've got, uh, no, your, I've your got Perrier. a Radler, Radler beer. <laughs> oh, and we're not sponsored Which, by them yet. No, no, that's just the kind of beer. That's not the brand name. I'm not going to tell you the brand name because they didn't pay us any money. Oh, I thought Radler was a brand it. name. Is that a brand name? That's a type of beer? Uh, it's not the one that's called Radler. It's a variety of that drink. <laughs> 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 Which is... Which is beer with grapefruit juice in, which has been my favorite drink this summer. Oh, that is pretty good, I gotta say. Yeah, mm. I've had those before. It's a good summer beer. Anyway, go. I'm not getting drunk. I just You should. Get drunk. Just, go ahead. I should. You're totally well, fine. Did you so, know that in Canada it is illegal to be intoxicated on the radio? Oh, good job. This is a podcast. Though. Yeah, it's not against the rules. It is illegal. No. Yeah. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. That's um what if somebody is like a functioning alcoholic? 
well, they hide it really well. <laughs> sort of, yeah, functioning alcoholics do tend to, you know, maintain a level of secrecy. Oh, anyway, but if they got caught, they'd be in big trouble. And <laughs> so, on today's um, episode, functioning alcoholics, <laughs> and if you're considering becoming one, how to hide your beer? Yeah, I I wouldn't know where to start. I, I would be I would be terrible if I was drunk. Oh I my just, god, there's so yeah. many easy ways. You get a Gatorade bottle with the red juice, the red Gatorade bottle. You empty no, no, that out I mean, and you put I, red I wine mean, in it. I mean, I mean that I would just be so annoying you know if i was drunk everyone would just go oh my god he's back he's gonna talk to us about really obscure things back hair yeah also my if i'm drunk my welsh accent just becomes more welshy um it's the same with me and my maritime accent if i drink my maritime accent gets thicker i've been told you just regress into you know a more a more pure form of yourself (laughs) (laughs) i was actually in um working at iStock Photo in Calgary about a decade ago. And they'd have something called Beer to Pier on Fridays. So it's like 4.30 p.m. They'd come over the intercoms and they'd be like, stop working and come to the kitchen to drink the beer that we bought for you, which is really kind of cool of them. And we'd all go in and we'd get right. to know another and we'd have a few beers before heading out to the bars later. And I'd have a, I'd be a few beers in and my maritime accent would come out and I'd ask them like, hey guys, let's get in the car and go to the bar. And they'd all just laugh and point and go, get in the car and go to the bar. I'm like, shut up. But yeah, that's that's my that's my story of my maritime accent coming up when <laughs> I drink. Did you enjoy that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. I mean, but if you didn't drink, does that mean you were excluded from the fun? Yes. If you were kind of yeah, like, yeah, no, there was it's a, it's a religious reasons. It's a city of alcoholics. Reese. It's uh, <laughs> like people started drinking on Thursdays. It was astounding. So, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Alcoholics and yoga one, yoga studios. That's that's what made up Calgary most was alcoholics and yoga studios, which clear like <laughs> amazingly did not mesh. You know very well. <laughs> yeah, to to the, I imagine the people move in different circles, but you know, <laughs> they still they co-inhabit the city quite comfortably. That's good. I gotta say, this cheese um, is really good. Great, I want some cheese now. <laughs> anyway, the um, the we we've done some episodes that have been um, heavy. I think I'd use that word. Oh god, uh, emotional. Do you, do you have another like one? The, oh, the episode I we hate did those on, episodes. Um, but I so I've I've. We got sent one by a listener, and again, I don't remember. Oh my god, you got to start do you got to start writing them down or something, man. This is <laughs> uh, just they know who they are, and I'm very I really appreciate. It yeah, but they want you, so. they want their name said out loud on a national. Well, podcast. I don't know their name. Yeah, I don't know their name. All I know is like a Twitter handle that's, or whatever. I'm sure that's, that's fine for that. <laughs> so, anyway, um, this. This is a this is a not a heavy one. This is this is one that is I was, when when this came through, I was like, this is the opposite of a heavy episode. This is just what Jesse needs to accompany his hot chocolate and block of cheese. <laughs> you know, so, you know me well. Okay, What's cool. the title so, of this episode: th- Toronto's Clowns versus Firefighters Gang War. <laughs> what? I know. Seriously. <laughs> Clowns versus, versus firefighters. Gang war. Gang war. I could see clowns versus firefighters in a number of scenarios, but not a gang war. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so th- this is this is Toronto in the late 19th century. Um, bit of a party town. Lots of bars and brothels, and a uh, bit, you know, bit bit wild west, bit uncontrolled, bit kind of um, bit mad. The uh, as it had a good reputation for so. At this time, firefighters were becoming a thing, but they were private companies. They weren't like a municipal firefighter 
company. They were essentially private organizations. And depending on the com- fire company you would call, they, they had rivalries and they would sometimes fight over uh, the kind of, uh, over putting out the fire and who would get to do it. Very much like, have you ever seen gangs in New York? Mm. Long, long time ago. This era was kind of depicted in that where you'd have people arguing over who got to fight the fire and then people would steal things and all this kind of thing. Really? Yeah, and, and they were kind of, they were fire, they were volunteer firefighters. But it, it kind of became like a, like you know, like, you know, like they don't have this in the UK, but you know, like fraternities in colleges or like a- Fraternity like a firefighters. Thing. Yeah, it was like, it was like a, like a, a secret society of firefighters and they, they kind of, they were like, uh, they had like, you know, they used a lot of Latin and they had mottos and, and kind of they, they clanned together to be this kind of, it was like a club, I guess, like a, like a social club. You went around putting fires out for people. This is the coolest club ever. All right. <laughs> but it's, it's kind of not. What, what are you anyway. talking about? You get to, you not like you get to hang out in a fraternity, drink beer, and then, you know, it's three o'clock in the morning, you're drunk out of your mind. You're you're half asleep watching your friends play some kind of weird sport that they played in the 1800s. I don't know what do they what do they play? Uh, um, I don't football with 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 severed heads. Right. Yeah. And then suddenly there's a there's a telegram or smoke signal. Fuck, I don't know. I was like <laughs> there's a fire and like all kinds a small of child a small child with a scroll who's exhausted <laughs> from running for three days a scroll okay yeah i'm <laughs> glad that in the late 1800s they still use scrolls and they unraveled this long long scroll and all it said is fire on 18th and 19th street yeah that's it that's okay there you go. Glad, yeah, glad you had a scroll for that and then so like we me and my drunk buddies would get up and and i don't know what kind of equipment we'd have back in you know we'd and we'd race to the fire, drunk out of our minds, and, and have a good time. Like, that just sounds like a great club, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But I'm down for joining that club. If I was trapped in my house on the top floor and it was on fire, I don't like the idea of calling up a drunk social club to come and Well, who else is there? And rescue me. There's no one else. I, I, I don't Anyone. <laughs> anyone. <laughs> like, just, just anyone. <laughs> anyway. So on the night of July the 12th, 1855, members of the Hook and Ladder Firefighting Company. 1855? This isn't even the late 1800s. This is... No, no, this is... This is Mac the in the mid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they they basically, they were they were going to have a, have a, have a party in a house of ill fame, uh, which is run by a woman named Marianne Armstrong on King Street in Toronto. So they were all, they, you know, they were a club, they were all drunk, they put out a few fires, they were going to go have a good time in a brothel, essentially. Okay. So the firefighters settled down nicely to enjoy themselves in the in the brothel, probably playing board games, maybe, you know. It was uh, a current brothel, like it was Yeah, it wasn't it was, like it was an active an active trade in brothel in that sense. Where they where the firefighters lived. With no, the firefighters didn't live there. They were just going there for a party. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Um I don't know, maybe they were horny because they put out so many fires. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Just putting out fires turn you on, Reese? No, I've never Does put it one get out. you hot? Oh, sorry, I couldn't. No, that's that's it, a bad dad joke. And I've yeah, you haven't even got kids. Just, no, you, you know, you've got no excuse. So, anyway. <laughs> um, so, if one person, one single person across Canada laughed at that joke, please write to us and let us know. <laughs> if they like that know joke. who you are. Yeah. <laughs> My so, joke of, it, of you getting hot. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to the if, joke if anybody laughs at that, please do let us know. Uh, just Jesse would really like to to find out if anybody laughed at his joke. 
this is an appeal. On, uh, I didn't, but you know, it was just an honest reaction. But if somebody did, some way, please let us know. Thank you. Is that better? It's, I mean, it's like one little further than I would go on, but yeah, yeah. That's, okay. <laughs> so anyway, can we move on from your joke? Yeah, no, well, I'm good. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so anyway, um, the, the firefighters had, uh, were there having a good time and then some new customers arrived, uh, and they were from SB Howe's Star Troop Menagerie and Circus, uh, who was in town for a few days to entertain the people of Toronto. And essentially it was their clowns had come to the brothel for a good time. They'd had a good show, I imagine, made people laugh, and they were horny from uh, from making people laugh, maybe? <laughs> do you have any idea what makes people horny, Reese? Putting like, up fires and making people like- laugh? <laughs> <laughs> Unless this is a Welsh thing. Like, this, I don't know. This but like- this is, none of this does it for me. I'm just, just, this is, I'm just <laughs> sure. trying to guess what <laughs> historical people from the past were into. So... But the thing, the thing, these when when you imagine a clown, I always imagine a sad uh, man in his fifties uh, who didn't want to be a clown. But that's how I imagine. But these weren't these weren't the clowns that I imagined. Sorry if you're a clown, by the way. Prove me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you might be. We're going to get some weird emails. You, know, you might be a young idea. female who's happy. It might be the opposite of all the things I said. So I'm sorry, but. The um the basically the, the the clowns were also uh used to hard physical labor, so they would put up and take down the big top. You know, they they was uh they, they had many roles in the circus rather than just making people laugh. Uh they 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 were essentially rigging these giant tents up. So they were tough clowns. So at some point every <laughs> very um, muscular clowns. Muscular, yeah. terrifying clowns. So <laughs> imagine uh imagine Pennyworth uh, but he's done CrossFit for two years. <laughs> his name is Pen. No, it's not Pennyworth. What's his name? Pennywise. Pennyworth is the Penny, butler Pennywise. from Batman. Pen- that's right. No, that's, that's Alfred. <laughs> Imagine uh, Alfred, Alfred Pennyworth. Pennyworth. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> As a clown. He's training with Batman. Yeah. So. <laughs> so anyway. Um, apparently two of them go in a fight. Uh, uh, they were all drunk. And they, somebody knocks somebody's hat off. I mean, the details are a bit spotty, but essentially the, one of the firefighters was assaulted by a gang of clowns in a brothel, which it's, is, uh, okay. which is hilarious as a historical it, fact. <laughs> so it's just one fight. It's not a gang fight. No, no. It, it's, this, this, is, this is what started it. This was the, the spark that kind of ignited this, this war. So... Essentially, the uh, the clowns beat up this firefighter, and then they fleed because because uh, they were new in town. They didn't know everybody, but the firefighters were obviously uh, uh, very very uh, established in part in the community through their fraternity and like their, their links. So the the clowns, the the horny drunk clowns, ran off into the night uh, with their muscles bulging. I imagine. Um, so. Can you just slow down <laughs> and in like. Just, just with your delightful Welsh accent, just slowly say that last sentence again as if it's the end of a children's story. Yeah. And so the horny, drunk clowns ran off into the night, into the streets of Toronto, with their muscles bulging as they ran. That kind of thing. Did that do it for you? <laughs> that was, yeah, that was good. Yeah, cool. I'm going to go. get you to do this a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... So the, the the clowns had messed with the wrong firefighters, 
Uh, I never thought I'd say that sentence. <laughs> the clowns, so the hook and ladder, they were they were members of the Orange Order. So the police, the firemen, uh, and the political elite in Toronto were all part of the, the Orange Order. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And at the time, the Orange of, Orange Order, what the is the Orange, orange order? order? So it was like a, a Protestant group. So there was a lot of Catholic Irish people arriving in Toronto at the time, and they were fleeing the famine. And because fleeing some, the famine, the famine in Ireland, the potato famine, which you don't sound no, like no, I know what famine of. is. I just no, no, I've heard of it. I just I, <laughs> I, it's not something that I picture people fleeing from. You flee from a bear. Okay, you move away from a family. You know, I mean, like, like gradually, slowly fleeing from uh, deadly <laughs> hunger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, that's it. Okay, migrating to find food. Is that better? <laughs> so anyway, the, because of this, there have been... It sound like a herd of buffalo, but sure. Exactly. That's, yeah. <laughs> so there have been riots between the Catholic or uh, kind of people arriving and the established Protestant kind of uh, elites that lived there. So um, essentially the Orange Order were really good at, at getting, um, whipping up an angry mob if they needed one for any particular purpose. Um, whipping up! <laughs> whipping up an angry mob. So, <laughs> essentially, the firefighters then whipped up <laughs> an angry mob to go and attack the clowns. So, um... <laughs> Sorry for the interruption, but we've got a quick message from our sponsors. We'll be back right after this. So the next day, Friday, July I don't the th- know. I don't know how we can make a T-shirt out of this, but we have to try. Yeah, like just- <laughs> exactly. There's a clown smiling, and it says, "Whip up a mob." <laughs> That's a firefighter. Whips up a- yeah. Yeah. Um, like a Tekken style kind of square off between a firefighter and a mob. Exactly. Like, exactly. Fight amongst the uh, up top. Yeah. So. Uh, the next day was Friday the 13th of July, and a crowd of angry men and boys gathered at the fairground where the circus was being held. Um, so the local police chief sent... Uh, local police chief was a man called Samuel. They waited a whole day. They waited until the next day to, they, for the... Well, they, like, this is a calculated mob. Yeah. This, is, this isn't it, like an angry mob. This is a, hey, let's get a mob. We're going tomorrow, 9.15 a.m. <laughs> Everyone meet at the corner. Make sure you've got your your, your weapons, your hammers, your... You know, your, your, your clubs bring coffee. It's going to be a long day. No, Bobby, you can't come. You know, it's like, this is sort of like they got, this is how you whip up a mob. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe like they were trying to whip up a mob, but everyone was asleep and, you know, (laughs) 
they they sent a few calendar invites and, and it just took a while to get everyone they didn't have social media so you know they right. had just kids right. running around with scrolls that was it. a scroll yeah exactly <laughs> so police chief samuel sherwood sent six constables to keep the peace um and then sent another uh, he sent those in the afternoon and then he sent another six in the afternoon um but uh the situation was just getting worse and worse and a lot of people uh, surrounded the tent and started throwing stones and insults, um, demanding that the the clown who had uh, injured one of the firefighters was handed over. Uh, and circus wagons were set on fire or thrown into the lake, while circus people took refuge under the big top. <laughs> oh my god! I so hold on, wait. Firefighters <laughs> set the circus on fire. Well, well uh, the, the angry mob that had been whipped up by the firefighters. By the firefighters, right. Set, set them on fire. But also, for some reason, the circus people, they had wagons, which I imagine were made of wood and metal. For some reason, they decided to hide in a giant tent, which would be very easy to, to cut open. Well, that's where all the angry with. animals are. So, like, if you want to be have like, oh, yeah, some kind of backup defense, it would be a muscular like clown with, with a lion <laughs> on a chain. <laughs> So anyway, it does sound like one of the Joker's henchmen, just to go back to Batman. It does sound like. <laughs> so, uh, as as more as more. What is, what is his name? Bozo. So like, yeah, so, so do, do you know, Mr. Bozo. That's exactly. Batman would, yeah. <laughs> so because because everything was on fire, somebody rang the fire department. <laughs> they rang the hook and ladder company, <laughs> who arrived and then drove drove straight drove straight past the flames. And instead, started tearing the tent apart with their tools. Oh my god! So to cool. get at the clowns, yeah, to get at the clowns. Uh, so the mayor and the chief. So of- they were expecting this. They were waiting. They were waiting to be so called. The- oh my god! So they whipped up a mob to go and fight them for them, knowing full well that they told the mob to go set the, the circus on fire, and that they'd be called in to put out the fire. Yeah, thinking that there was no connection between them and the angry mob. And then when they got there, instead of putting out the fire, they went in and tore the tent down to get at the. This is insane. And then is this? Yeah, this is crazy. So then the mayor and the chief of police arrived, but had little effect calming the crowd. Um, I don't know what power a mayor has, like against an angry mob, but um, I'm guessing very little. Yeah, very little. So, but he was the, the mayor. The mayor was actually himself able to rescue one man who would probably have been killed. By, by the mob um, and uh, a troop of what, militia what arrived what, I don't know what happened there the, 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 there's not much detail on it but essentially is the mayor slash hero came in and saved someone from being killed what do you picture happened the mayor somebody that was on the floor he was being kicked this clown was being kicked to death by firemen <laughs> and the mayor threw himself on top of his body and was like no if, you, if you're going to kill this clown you have to kill the mayor too <laughs> And they all looked at each other and just backed off and were like, I don't want to be the man who kills a mayor. Um, I kill a clown, but not a mayor. So, um, so a troop of militia arrived, which seems to be a thing that used to happen in the past. There were always militia ready to ready to go. Right, of course. Yeah. Oh my God, it just keeps getting bigger. I know. So the, the, riot, the, the militia managed to disperse the crowd and uh, managed to basically... Uh, stop the 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 craziness that was happening and uh, oh my god hold on i just i just i just realized something well so when this all started it was the night before yeah and so the clowns would have been out of their makeup and costumes because they went to the brothel yeah and that's when the fight started but the the whole they were 
they got they whipped up the mob to go the next day when the circus was open, which means this all happened when they were in costume and character. They might have been doing like a matinee performance. Yeah, right. Like so like or the, the, at least they're getting ready to like, you know, so and the firefighters were called in. So they were wearing their firefighter garb. So it wasn't firefighters and clowns outside of their day professions fighting. It was literally firefighters and clowns looking like firefighters and clowns fighting each other. I hope so. I really do. <laughs> I hope so too. But the, um, yeah, so in the end, the militia managed to sort it out and, and the clowns moved on uh, pretty <laughs> rapidly to imagine they probably went to Winnipeg where maybe they weren't, there wasn't such violence and no one, no one knew who they were. <laughs> Um, you barely don't know Winnipeg that way. I know. But apparently <laughs> one of the interesting things about this story was that because the police did such a bad job of dealing with this uh, clown on firefighter violence, they um, <laughs> essentially were, they, the public opinion swayed against them and it, it caused a lot of like changes and reforms in the police in, in Toronto and uh, made them more professional in the end. They actually, they used to just give people a uniform and say, you're a police officer now. And after that, it became, they became training and, and other stuff going on. Wow. Yeah. So that is the story. That's it. I have, I, I am blown away. This is, I mean, okay. So like, I'm glad that you made it political. You didn't make it political, but you included the one segment that made this political, which was the mayor. Saved, <laughs> saved a cloud, you know. So that that allows us to keep our title of of, uh, of politi- being about politics. Though that's that's <laughs> it is it is about politics because it's about municipal politics. Oh snap! Okay, yeah, the mayor yeah, the okay. mayor saved a clown. You know, he was elected. So <laughs> uh, I have a I have a question for I have a request actually because okay. I very rarely do we come across such. Such an amazing. For, first off, okay, here's my here's my request because we get so few stories that are this juicy, this good. We get a lot of good stories, but this is this takes the cake. I and and the fact that I have uh, a, a Welshman with a thick Welsh accent who who speaks calmly and like on the other end of this, I, I have to ask: Can you put on some like children's sort of background music and Come. tell me the the tale? of the firefighters versus the circus performers in a children's book for like just three minutes. Me? Yeah. I don't know if like, I have, I don't know if I have any music that I've got dramatic, just take, I've got dramatic piano. Is that it? There we go. It's not really, it's not really a children's. It's um, not children. That's, that's <laughs> okay. It's like, it's like, it's like, <laughs> I, I think, I think the dramatic piano could work. I've got, can you, can you, <laughs> that one is that a kids is that a kids one it's, no hi kids welcome to clowns versus firefighters the match to the death um how's that how about you find some and put it in afterwards <laughs> okay I, re- I really want to hear the story okay i'm 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 cozied up in my um so you want to do the full pajamas. story but in the style of, a, of reading a kid's book yeah, exactly. Okay. Just like condensed into three minutes, Doctor Seuss style, but like okay. your style. So like, okay. in, yeah, you're yeah, you're yeah. calm, sort of like everything's fine, kids. Okay. Yeah. Once upon a time, Horny the clown wanted a good time. <laughs> He'd been tooting his horn all day for the audience, and they laughed very hard. And now he needed some time alone. 
Horny went to a local house where he would meet some new friends who would give him a big party. However, when he walked through the door, a scary-looking man in a fireman's helmet said, Go away. This is my party. You're not invited, Horny. He pushed Horny out the door, so Horny grabbed a brick and brained him. Horny realised the firefighter's friends were just behind and chased him, so Horny ran into the night, his muscles bulging. He ran to the big top to hide and fell asleep on a big pile of hay. The next morning, he awoke to find a mob of men and boys shouting and chanting and setting his wagons on fire. Horny released the lions, holding them on a chain, trying to scare away the large crowd. As the crowd of firefighters moved in with hooks, shredding the big top to pieces, Horny was on the floor, being kicked to death by firefighters. Just in the nick of time, a friendly bumbling mayor jumped in front and saved his life. Horny packed up his tent and moved on to the next town, hoping that one day he would find a good time. How's that? That's amazing. So improvised children's book. Horny the clown. One hundred percent. I'm going to get you to do more of those. Just the, you the, the adventures of Horny the clown. <laughs> Just inserted randomly throughout Canadian exactly. history. Yeah. <laughs> he was there for every moment. Do you want to add anything before we go, Jesse? Yes. Uh, if there are any illustrators in our audience who would like to make that into a children's book, please get a hold of us. <laughs> Canadian politics is boring at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, we, we love that you stick us in your ear holes every week. Uh, this has been a delight for me. I'm, I'm just, I'm having a ball over here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had a good time too. Oh, good. <laughs> cool. See you next week. Bye. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we bar from the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 